With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Transmission incoming, over. Copy that, transmission received. You're listening to the Patriot Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Patriot Resume. If you are looking to change careers or level up within your current company, then you need to make sure that you're ready to seize those opportunities. Having an up-to-date resume and the interview skills to win over hiring managers will make sure you're in the best position possible to land your dream job. Patriot Resume offers everything you need to be competitive in the job market. They offer resume services and practice interviews that help you deal with all those hard interview questions, as well as LinkedIn support and social media checks. Check them out on Facebook by searching for at Patriot Resume. Welcome back to Skinwalker Radio. I'm here with my co-host, Jeremy. How are you today? Hey, pretty good, man. How are you? Thanks for joining me. So uh-huh. we were on with Pizzagate a while back. <clears throat> and uh, Pizzagate uh, is a pretty interesting uh, pseudo-conspiracy theory. I'll call it a pseudo-conspiracy theory because, you know, it's at least partially true. Maybe not uh-huh. to the extent that some of the uh, the QAnon crowd want it to be true as far as the adrenochrome and the you know, the occultist. Uh, child sacrificing stuff but you know at least to a part you know the nx vim and that kind of brings us to our next topic which is epstein <laughs> you know <laughs> and as he's been in the news obviously he's dead or is he uh, wow. i don't know but you know his girlfriend uh Ghislaine maxwell is now under arrest and potentially spilling the beans i know you watched that documentary recently about epstein on netflix mm-hmm. yeah it's you know well, we'll get into this as the conversation goes, but documentary is good. And then they hit that ABC one, too, which was, I don't know, probably like six months ago or something like that. And they, they talk about the, the original original arrest and uh, and whatnot, and then they, they go into the further um, his second arrest and whatnot. They never talk about the island, and that can be another, another topic we can get into later on. But um, it's very interesting. I think there's way more to the story than what we... We hear heard on those uh, documentaries because I don't want to say the documentaries made him out to be a good guy because it didn't by any means, but I don't think it made him out to be like the true person that he really is, along with uh, Ghislaine or how the hell you say her name. Yeah, no, I think he's he's got a lot of uh, skeletons in his closet, and what's interesting is that he was arrested before, right? So everybody knows about how he was arrested in 2019 and then hung himself allegedly Uh. in the jail cell. But uh, a lot of people don't know that he was arrested before on the same exact charges. So it started back in 2005. Uh, Epstein owned multiple properties. He owns uh, a mansion in New York, New Mexico, uh, Palm Beach, Florida, and he also owns the island. Uh-huh. And, you know, nobody really knows about the island as far as like the masses go, right? So, uh, and that's not, has not been part of the official discussion. But when he was arrested the first time, they really did a injustice, if you will. And if you want to hear like an in depth analysis of this, there's a podcast out there. It's by a guy called Stefan Molyneux. 
and he had a journalist on and that journalist is uh mike cernovich and he worked to really blow up the epstein stuff if anybody's an expert it's going to be that guy uh you can look for him on twitter but he had a really great podcast with stefan molyneux that i listened to probably oh two years ago so before epstein was arrested the second time right and i had been kind of uh, getting into the QAnon thing and QAnon mentioned Epstein and the island, uh, and, he, and they mentioned that there were a lot of high-profile people that were visiting the island and hanging out with Epstein. You know, and Q didn't break that story, really. I mean, everybody kind of knew about that story, so Q just kind of hinted at it. But that kind of stuff had been on, uh, you know, like 4chan and Reddit for forever, right? So that wasn't brand new stuff that Q was responsible for breaking, but Q just kind of broke it out into the, I guess, kind of the mainstream, if you will. Huh. But anyway, the Cernovich guy, he talks on Stefan Molyneux's podcast about his first arrest. So it started in 2005, and somebody had tipped off the Palm Beach Police Department that this uh, weird billionaire guy named Jeffrey Epstein was doing stuff with uh, 14-year-olds. And so they reported him. And so an investigation gets launched. Uh, and it goes on for like 13 months. And at some point, the FBI even gets involved. And so the FBI realizes that, okay, this guy is uh, molesting, raping, and trafficking young women, uh, you know, ages like 13 to like 17. Uh-huh. So he doesn't do like little kids that we know of. Like he he keeps it pretty young still, which is like, uh, it's still wrong, it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's very wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's one thing, you know, if it's an 18-year-old, but a 13-year-old is like, whoa, you know. Yeah, and it, it, even real quick, just, you know, when I, when I was when I was 20s, you know, 18-year-old, hey, you know, as 18-year-old, you're 20, it's not, not a big difference. But as I get older, an 18-year-old is not enticing to me anymore, you know. And as I'm <laughs> even older, you know, like 10 years from now, 20-year-olds probably won't even be that, you know, you know. But you got the creepy old men and obviously his level of creepiness was just the extra mile. I just it's just weird, you know? Yeah. No, it is weird. And you gotta kinda wonder what goes through people's brains. And there's been an effort to kind of normalize pedophilia. You know, oh. there was a TED talk given recently. I don't know if you saw that one, uh-uh. but it's basically just talking about how it's it's normal and we need to stop giving people a hard time for it because they can't help it. And they're laying the groundwork for making this like a normal thing thing right it's the next gay it's the next uh, bisexual uh, it is oh. it's disturbing <laughs> is what it is you, you know, know but what's really weird is you know Epstein, epstein is an old guy right i think he's in his 70s now oh yeah so he would have been 60s during this time frame in 2005 when this whole thing kicked off uh-huh. you know so the fbi steps in because they realize that this guy has been trafficking people like across state lines, right? Not just in, in Palm Beach, but back and forth to New York, uh, back and forth to New Mexico. And he even had uh, French triplets, underage girls, flown in from France for his birthday one time. I so they flew all the way in from France, partied with Epstein. He molested them, raped them, and then sent them back to France the next day. So, you know, the French are involved in this in this case because they realize that he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh-huh. So the FBI does a, an investigation on him, too, you know, and you think, OK, you know, that's it. The FBI's got him. He's going to go to jail finally. So what really happens is they 
They investigate him. They go to his house. They find hidden cameras all over. And on these cameras are images of young girls in and out of the property. You know, they find uh, all kinds of crazy stuff in the house. They find uh, books, right, that he's bought. And one of these titles is uh, SM 101, a realistic in introduction. So SM is sadomasochism, right? So it's like... uh, pain weird sexual stuff right where you're, yeah. it's like dominance type of thing dominatrix uh, type so, weird yeah 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 another book is called Slavecraft. so that the subtitle is that of that is roadmaps for erotic servitude principles skills and tools jesus another book they found was training with miss abernathy a workbook for erotic slaves and their owners <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so the, I was like, is this the stuff he's doing with kids? Oh, I'm sure. And and then the artwork too was just so you know, depictions of young girls naked and just different things like that. And it's like uh, it's, Yeah. Mm. And he you know, he paid that one girl to do his artwork and then ended ended up like, you know, molesting her or whatever. Uh-huh. Yep. And that was one of the ladies that spoke out in the documentary about it was was one of the, uh, I don't know if she's one of the Jane Doe's, but there's like a laundry list of girls who have come out and like sued him and is all in, in court now. And it's just crazy. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It's- but, but you know, what's really crazy and gets really conspiratorial is like, yeah, we know he's a pedophile. Yeah, we know he was into young girls, you know, and that's not unusual. I mean, it's not right, but it's not unusual. A lot of people are into that kind of stuff. Uh, what's crazy is when you think about who he was associated with. So, you know, uh, this first court case, Miami Herald did a big article on it. You can look that up. A lady by uh, Julie Brown is the author of that. So really Julie Brown and Mike Cernovich are the two that really break this story. And I'm sure they've written on it a ton since then, you know, since all the new stuff has come out. But so what happened is the FBI investigates, they find evidence that he was trafficking people in and out of his three locations from France, Poland, Brazil, South Africa, uh, all over Europe uh, through modeling agencies and stuff. Uh So he gets arrested and he is ultimately sentenced to 13 months in jail. Uh, The FBI though drops the case completely. And the reason that they dropped the case completely is that they issue what's called a non-prosecution agreement, right? And this was from 2006 to 2008. So they had a big old investigation. They had 53 pages of indictments for for this guy. Uh, So the attorney general of the South District of Florida was named Alexander Ocasta. So they entered a plea deal and a guy named Alan Dershowitz helped negotiate this plea deal. Alan Dershowitz, you should Google him because that's important. Uh, he was helping represent uh, Jeffrey Epstein in this case. So the FBI drops the case and then they can only pursue the case at like a Florida level, right? It's not no longer a felony. And you got to wonder why the FBI would drop the case. According to the Miami Herald, that uh, somebody had told them that uh, via this Acosta guy who was the district attorney for the feds that Epstein quote belonged to intelligence unquote right which indicates that he is some level of federal asset uh, either working with the feds or the feds via the CIA the uh, you know the NSA or somebody 
Mm -hmm. investigating Jeffrey Epstein as a intelligence agent, either domestic or foreign, right? So the FBI says, okay, we're backing away completely. Uh, He goes to jail for 13 months, but he doesn't ever really go to jail because (laughs) he doesn't spend any time in jail. They let him go every single day. He's free to leave during the day and can go conduct his business. He can go to his home. He can do whatever he likes. He just has to come back at night, which he does uh, for 13 months, really. So it's just, it's a sleepover. It's a total slap on the wrist. It's like, yeah. it's unheard of. They had him on felony charges. They had him on, uh, you know, trafficking young girls. They had him on rape. They had him on uh, pedophilia. They had him on uh, molestation of minors. They had him on all kinds of stuff. And, that kind of deal is unheard of. And so the question is, which one of his friends, right, hooked him up? And when you look at some of the evidence that's come out with his black book and some of his flight logs, now it all makes sense, right? So this Alan Dershowitz guy, who was a formal federal uh, affiliate, right? So this guy, I, I have to look him up because I forgot his specific title, but Alan Dershowitz is a... Uh, yeah, here he is. So he was born uh, 1938, right? He's an old guy. He's a lawyer and a legal scholar of the U.S. Constitution and an advocate for civil liberties. And he has been in government for a long, long, long time. So there, you start to see a pattern of people. Alan Dershowitz has been uh, in a lot of high-profile legal cases at the federal level. And he has represented a bunch of people and he represented Epstein, but he also uh, represented as part of the defense team for the impeachment of Donald Trump. And that's interesting, you know, because there's a Trump Epstein <clears throat> connection. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alan Dershowitz has been seen on the island. Alan Dershowitz is named in the black book that they seized from from Epstein. Uh, And what's most interesting about this that really ties in the whole conspiracy aspect for me is that the head of the FBI during this time when Epstein was investigated and ultimately basically released from FBI investigation was Robert Mueller, right? And where does that name come in? Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Robert (laughs) Mueller is the head of the FBI Russia Gate investigation of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. They're all connected, man, and it's it's disgusting how they can just pretty much do whatever they want, you know. Yeah, and that's what that's what's crazy because, like, you know, you could easily dismiss this as oh, like this guy's a sick pedophile, but it's so much more than that. Jazane Maxwell has said recently because she's arrested now too that she has at least two videos of U.S. politicians raping children from the island. yeah, And you got to wonder, who is she talking about? What we do know is that Bill Clinton has gone to the island many times. Bill Clinton has visited New York, Florida, and the New Mexico properties. Bill Clinton is on the travel logs multiple times. So we can assume that Bill Clinton is possibly one of those politicians on the videos. Oh, yeah. I think it was – this was a while back, but I believe just to the island alone, Clinton – Bill Clinton flew there 26 times on that on, – on one flight manifesto that I saw, and I counted myself. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. And there's a lot of people on there, but yeah. It, it, we know Bill's a fucking sexual deviant anyways because, you know, 
hell, that could be a whole other episode on, you know, Pizzagate stuff with just Bill Clinton. But, you know, Monica Lewinsky, obviously the one famous one. And then other P- other women, sorry, that have come out after her. Yeah, he did this to me. I was interning for him, at, at, you know, when he was at whatever position. And he did this and then this and then this. Yeah, he, he, he's a he's a freak. Yeah. So we're seeing a pattern, you know, so we did a QAnon kind of an entry. We did a, a Pizzagate episode and now we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And what we're seeing is that, you know, this idea that this stuff is all connected is not so far fetched really. So, you know, we have uh, Robert Mueller, the head of the FBI who issues a, a non-prosecute letter to Jeffrey Epstein, even though they have by their own admission, tons of evidence that he committed legit crimes. And, then guess who's picked to head up the Russiagate investigation as soon as you know Clinton is is elected? Sorry, as soon as Trump is elected, you know it's Robert Mueller, uh-huh. right? So you got to wonder, like, why Robert Mueller? You know, and the only thing I can figure is that they were so confident that Hillary was going to win, and they kind of forgot about this Epstein guy. But here comes Q. You know, talking about Epstein. You know, in the early days of Trump, right? And so. All of a sudden, like, oh, shit, you know, if Trump wins and if Trump gets this Epstein guy and he's got this black book, we're all going to burn. So we better do what we can to get ahead of this thing and get Trump out of office now, you know, Uh before this Epstein thing really blows up and has the potential to burn us all down. And that's kind of what's happening now. I mean, no wonder the guy got killed or, you know, we think got killed, you know, then a whatever maximum security with cameras and guard 24 seven guards and, you know, just, and then he gets murked, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and it's convenient that, you know, that jail he was in, uh, there were new employees there. Right. And like brand new employees. Uh-huh. So they're helping garden, uh, Epstein and, you know, he, he kills himself with bed sheets that are essentially paper towel thick. Right, because it was a suicide watch, and they they know what to look for. Yeah, uh, these aren't like regular one thousand count Egyptian cotton bed sheets. No, you know? like <laughs> we might have. You know, this is basically toilet paper. Yeah, uh, and then the cameras go off, and then he hangs himself. Uh-huh. You know, like come on. It, and, and then that makes me go down a whole another conspiracy of did he really get killed or is he in some sort of witness protection now? Um, because if if it if this case was that high profile like they made it to be, then they wouldn't have had new guards, in, you know, in place. Uh, there would have been other precautions. Probably a guard actually outside the cell. You know, uh, it's just too too much fuckery for something that was supposed to be this big. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. You know, because if if they wanted anybody dead for political reasons and to protect their asses, it's Epstein. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You know, because he he probably, if I had to guess, and this is just me guessing, is that he was an intelligence agent, not for us, but for other, company, uh, other countries. Uh-huh. And he was probably entrapping U.S. politicians to do things with minors and using that as blackmail to get his way with whoever he's working for. Uh, so, you know, the FBI came out and said that he's a, quote, uh, belongs to intelligence, whatever that means. And so when they raid his property, they find a safe. And inside the safe was like $70,000 cash, uh, loose diamonds, and an, a, an old passport from Saudi Arabia. 
Yeah, that's uh, and it would only make sense for uh, him to, I guess, be a, I don't know, a double agent, whatever you want to call it, um, especially for some uh, Middle Eastern country like like Saudi Arabia or something like that, especially with all the stuff that was going on, you know, between obviously the the nine eleven post nine eleven stuff. I mean, it would make sense to have some secret uh, sleeper agent, whatever you want to call it, come over here and start doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's really perfect because if you're a foreign intelligence agency, what better way to to get your way, right, with diplomacy and, and things like that is to entrap uh, ex-presidents mm-hmm. and all kinds of public officials into pedophilia and then videotaping it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, those hard drives are – a lot of those hard drives are missing – you know, they think somebody took them and they don't really know where they're at from all those video cameras they saw. You know, there's years of hard drives, but nobody knows where they're at. So did they collect all that stuff just to get the government to to play ball, right? It's like, you better give Saudi Arabia what they want and invade these six countries because they got tapes of us deadland kids. Exactly, exactly. It makes a lot of sense. And they, they think he might have had an Israeli passport too. Uh, I haven't seen that confirmed, but I heard that. Yeah, I think we've we've talked offline about uh, what being part of Mossad. That's the is that right? That the Israeli CIA. Yeah. Okay, yeah, which would make sense. I mean, it's it's weird. It's all very very strange. Yeah, but at a certain point, like you got to wonder and you ask yourself, like, is it just strange or is it something more? Right? Because it's super easy to see conspiracy theories and this kind of stuff, and you know, to some degree, like. You'd be kind of dumb not to at least entertain the idea, but I mean, come on, this is starting to sound pretty strange. Oh yeah, and and you know, if the FBI probably never would have came out and uh, quit investigating that case and said of intelligence, this whole thing would probably be squashed right away. But yeah. what there there was a reason why, and if it was of intelligence, intelligence of what country, the U.S., which. I wouldn't, you know, there wasn't that many foreign people besides like Prince Andrew that was that we know of that was involved. So it'd make more sense if he was from another country. But then you got to go ask yourself the question. Let's just say he was a uh, intelligence from another country and his whole goal was to get, you know, uh, politicians, high level, you know, people over here to sleep with kids and videotape it as blackmail. Um, I guess like. I just kind of—I don't know. I, I, is there more people involved? Like Mueller, you know, was what would he been have been involved also with Epstein? Is there is the whole government, you know, not the whole government, but a good chunk of the government infiltrated by this? Because I guess if if they knew he was uh, an intelligence from another country. Why would they stop the investigation, and then why would they let it go on for X amount of years afterwards unless them themselves are actually the same kind of people as him? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's complicated, you know, and we don't, we don't know at the end of the day, but it's so strange. It's almost like, you know, Moeller either dropped the ball, which makes him just an idiot, right, or – yeah. You know, there was something actually more going on there, and they were trying to protect themselves. Uh, and there may have been a simultaneous investigation into Epstein, uh, and they may have been investigating him as, you know, a spy of some kind. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and that might have been like the CIA or another division of the FBI investigating him for that. 
you know, and then you got to wonder like, okay, so then fast forward to the Russia investigation. It's almost like, you know, they bring in Mueller to redeem himself in some way uh, for the Epstein thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and the government loves to protect its own institutions. So, you know, the Mueller dropped the ball on the Epstein thing. So they bring in Mueller to redeem himself and they're like, okay, you better get this Trump thing right. Cause if you don't fix this, we're all fucked. Kind of. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Hey, guess what? (laughs) You know, I mean, (laughs) and it didn't work. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh, And, and, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say also, you know, and this kind of goes into the uh, in the in New World Order type conspiracy-ish thing. Uh, let's just say, you know, he didn't actually work for another country, but he worked for this group of elites, Epstein. And Clinton's, uh, Prince Andrew, all the celebrities that have been on there, they're all part of this elite, you know, and this is kind of really pulling at the conspiracy theory strings, but... You know, what if, since they, let's say they have their own organization, which they kind of do, and, you know, Mueller worked for that, so that's the intelligence that the FBI was talking about back then. And it's not actually one country, but it's all these group of elites to, for this new world order, you know, type thing. Yeah. You know, that fits into the Q thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, the whole entire Q thing, basically the premise is that the Q is essentially the, the NSA basically in a way uh-huh. uh you know and the nsa is at war with the cia uh-huh. uh and what you're seeing is just two parts of the shadow government the cia is kind of the old school mostly run by democrats mostly the deep state that's unaccountable to anybody in, in anything and the nsa is under military control a lot of people don't understand that the military is beholden to the president right which would be trump uh-huh. at the moment so it looks to be a war between those two so if the NSA was after Epstein, right, I could see how they kind of pushed the FBI out of the way, you know, but he goes on to molest a whole lot more kids in the process. So yeah, that's, are they really the good guys? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that's what that that's the whole thing that gets me about, you know, is it was all just dropped and he just continued his ways along with all the other people. And yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. But, you know, now we have his girlfriend. So his girlfriend is interesting, too. She is the heiress of a foreign uh, British, specifically, like, news conglomerate guy. And so that's how she got all her money. So she met Epstein in, like, 1991. Um, And so she's been palling around with Epstein. What kind of rich weirdo you know, would traffic young girls. And she's been reported like in orgies with the young girls and Epstein at the same time. Like uh-huh. she's got millions of dollars, you know, like, so she must do it because she's in, she enjoys it. It's not about the money. Yeah. And this goes back to even our last conversation, a little bit, a little bit about Pizzagate. Um, when I, you know, we talk about these people at this elite level to where, these kids mean nothing to them. So we know she's obviously not doing it for the money because she's fucking loaded. So what other else, what other enjoyment, what's the other reason? And the only thing I can ever think of like this is, uh, they're just, these people are just objects to these kids. Sorry, are just objects to these people. Um, you know, I mean, you were talking about it one time about like how, uh, us as humans, we're all just tribes people, you know, and, and their tribe is the elites, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
in history, tribes will go after other tribes. They'll rape, they'll pillage, they'll murder, they'll kidnap, they'll enslave. You name it. It's done. It's been, it's been happened. It's, it's happened before. Um, so, and, and, and you can't fault those tribes because that's just how people are, I guess, uh, um, built, whatever, you know, whatever you want to say. So those tribes have did that. Well, they're kind of the same mentality. They're not people to these elites or to these, you know, they're just an object. So, and go, you know, back to what you said, like, why, why? Well, they're, that's only I can ever think of is like, they're just, they're just nothing. These kids are nothing to these people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, like pornography, you start off with your grandpa's playboy you found when you were 11 years old uh-huh. and, you know, and then you kind of discover the internet, you know, and then there's just all kinds of stuff on there, you know, so it's just a progression and you need more. Oh yeah. You need more and you need wilder. So if you're a person who has millions or even billions of dollars at your disposal, you know, pornhub.com is not going to do it for you anymore. You need to get wilder. You need to get more exotic. You need to get younger and younger and younger. And that's just how it works. You know, I watched a documentary the other day. You should check it out. It's called Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, they have a documentary on, uh, on Amazon that you can watch. And it's about their organization. A bunch of ex-Navy SEALs, a bunch of like ex-FBI guys. And they go and they just rescue children from Jeffrey Epstein types. Like legit sex slaves though like locked in dungeons kind of stuff oh really uh i'll check that out when they set up these sting operations more often than not they talk to people who seem kind of normal and they ask them why you do this kind of stuff and they tell them do like you know uh started when i was young found that magazine and over time you know 20 years later it just wasn't enough for me. And I, and I, you know, I started watching porn and then I had to, I had to watch like barely legal porn. Right. And then that stuff, you know, kind of wore off. And then I just, you know, like, okay, I'll, I'll try like 17 year olds, but that's as low as I'm going to go. Right. And then it just gets more progressively deviant yeah. with time. And before they know it, they're kind of stuck in this world of child porn. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really fucked up. And, and, not to normalize this at all, but there is something wrong in these people's heads to to think that because you know I I myself have watched porn. I'm a man, you know. Oh, all men probably have, but I've never once ever watched porn and thought like, oh, you know, barely legal's not cutting it for me anymore. So I want to move to you know just under eighteen, or you know, then I'm going to move further down. You know. That there, that's that's fucked up. Like that's something wrong in your head, you know. And I'm sorry unless we can go in and physically like turn that switch off or on or whatever. There's only one cure. <laughs> it hits a bullet. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> uh. No, man, I'm I'm with you there. It's you know, it's one thing to have an addiction that is just you, right? So if you want to drink, I don't care. If you want to, if you're addicted to drugs and you want to sit in your basement all day and do drugs and pass out, I don't care, right? Yep. That's doesn't hurt anybody, you know. But if you take your addiction to other people, you know, and you start molesting children, that hurts other people. That's not okay. One hundred percent could not agree with you anymore. I mean, I guess if we, well, because the sad thing is, it it is being normalized, and I guess if we ever got to the level where it is normalized and, uh. It was just like, hey, 
this he doesn't hurt anybody. He's a pedophile, but I don't know how you would even do that because there's all if with child porn still hurting. But you know, okay, but it's it won't ever get to that level because there's someone who's always going to be the victim in that kind of situation. So I guess yeah. it never could ever be normalized, which I don't want it to be, anyways. But man, I hope not. But you know, more and more, it's kind of looking like that's. You know, the way things are going, I'm seeing stuff on social media now where people are sharing posts, trying to normalize it and say that it's no big deal. And, you know, there's that TED talk, which is famous now. And now we're realizing how incredibly prevalent this all is. And, you know, Epstein's Black Book, you should Google it because there's tons of names on there and you would recognize a lot of them. Uh, Bill Gates, Will Smith, uh actresses actors yeah you know on epstein's island he had all kinds of weird like satanic parties right and it was they called it spirit cooking uh in the spirit cooking thing that's been common on epstein's island there's a lady and we need to do an episode specifically on this so i'm not going to get crazy into this but okay. the idea is that they basically pretend to eat corpses. Uh, and so they'd bake giant cakes in the shape of corpses with red inside dye. And then they cut toes off and eat it. And Google Gwen Stefani spirit cooking. I will and you'll check that out. see pictures of Gwen Stefani. Uh, Lady Gaga is there doing spirit cooking where she's eating like fondue off, you know, an actor and the actor is alive, but he's acting like he's dead and he's naked on a table covered in chocolate. And she's sitting there with like a spoon eating the chocolate. It's fucking outrageous, but it's common. And it's so incredibly bizarre. And there's a person behind this and her name is, uh, I believe it's Maria Abramovich, I believe is her name. We need to do an episode specifically on that because it is out to lunch. And (laughs) what we see is now there is a commonality between the various weird fringe things. So the Pizzagate, the Jeffrey Epstein, the spirit cooking, the Podesta Clinton emails, right? Now we're what we're doing is we're establishing a link between all of these things. They're not isolated. They're all the same group of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And real quick, uh, you were talking about the the cannibal thing. And, and I, I've heard very, very little on this, so that'll be really interesting to talk about. But... You know, where we're normalizing pedophilia as a society. After this is done, do we start normalizing cannibalism? I mean, you know, what's fucking next? And then go back to the, you know, the addiction thing where you got to keep getting more and more. And so, you know, eventually you're trafficking children because you have this addiction. So you start eating fondue off somebody. Well, that eventually that's not going to cut anymore. So then do you... Do you start cutting body parts off people? And then do you eventually start killing people? I mean, where does it fucking end? (laughs) It never ends. So I'm going to throw something out there. I want everybody to Google the symptoms of cannibalism. Cannibalism causes legitimate medical symptoms. Uh, And it's things like tremors and uncontrollable loss of, you know, limbs and balance and cognition uh so if you eat people you suffer you can't just eat people right Mm -hmm. you get legit sick from eating people don't know why i figure it's something god put in there as a safety net to say hey assholes (laughs) you've gone too far (laughs) 
So Google the symptoms of cannibalism and then look at the weird videos of Hillary Clinton when she's going full space cadet, right? Where she is fine and then all of a sudden she's like, Ooh, or like having tremors like this or falling down or upstairs. And then you'll you'll think, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something there. And I'm not claiming Hillary Clinton as a cannibal. What I am claiming is that there has been a mountain of evidence that says that the people she surrounds herself with are in these circles, which we've been talking about. Uh, the spirit cooking, the child trafficking, the uh, Pizzagate type stuff, right? These are her people. Uh, these are her her democratic national convention types. They're in her campaign. They manage her personal life. So you have to kind of wonder at a certain point. And then that becomes the question, is the frazzle drip video real? You know, when you start kind of going down this and there's no proof of it whatsoever. I'm not saying that there is, but Google frazzle drip, right? If if you've never heard of it, don't hate me because it's the, <laughs> yeah. it's the most sinister thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. And that's saying something because I've been around the block, uh, you know, and I've seen a lot of shit myself. But, you know, you start to see how maybe this isn't that batshit crazy after all. No, more evidence and more and more stuff points to it being definitely more plausible than it, w- than, than it was well, a few years ago, you know? It's just, and more stuff keeps coming out. And I'll be interested to find out if... Uh, you know, Anthony Weiner's laptop that ever actually does come come out and or somebody has it and whatnot, because there's yeah. that's so I've heard that on numerous occasions. And I don't know if this is true. You hear a lot of things. Uh, the New York Police Department who investigated Anthony Weiner, who is a child sex pedophile type guy because he got caught soliciting minors for sex. We have his pictures. Uh, we have his laptop. He's in jail. He's married to Huba Abedin, who is Hillary Clinton's chief of staff or whatever her official title is. You know, they're inseparable. Huma and Hillary are a pair. And whether she's her executive assistant or whatever her title is now, her husband was Anthony Weiner. And Anthony Weiner is in jail for soliciting minors for sex uh, while married to, to Huma. But, you know, Anthony Weimer ran for governor of New York and a couple other things. And he's pseudo successful politician type. But uh, they got his laptop. And on his laptop, allegedly, is a lot of the classified stuff that's missing. And a video that's so disturbing that a couple of New York City police officers have committed suicide since being on that case. Well, I don't. Any more, anything, I believe anything's possible. I don't know if I would commit suicide over it, but that if if it is that disturbing and someone killed themselves after seeing it, that's pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah, it is. You know, and you saw that video that uh, was in the text message the other day that's allegedly John Podesta, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I couldn't watch it. Uh, yeah, it's-, it's a real video. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, the video is, is real. The video is, is blurry. There are a lot of random neon lights and strange paintings. Yep. Uh, and then in the video, there is a man yelling at a child. Yeah. Like, yelling. I think he said, He's, you need to call me daddy or papa or something. Fa- yeah. Father. I think it was father. And yep. it was definitely not... Um. 
you you don't just talk to kids like that. You know, it was it was definitely um, abuse of some sort. Whether just verbal, we couldn't see anything physical, but it was yeah. definitely some sort of verbal abuse. And then there was a lot of lights, like you said, the neon lights, which. Uh, then they they showed another video of the Comet Ping Pong place uh, from the front where the stage is at or whatever, and the same kind of lights. And then they mm-hmm. showed some cl- uh, clips of John Podesta talking and saying something, and the voices kind of matched up. I would like to see uh, more of like a forensic person. You know, that is their specialty is to yeah the, not because the person who made the video, hey, good job, but they just used audacity and then compared the clips. Like I would like to see someone actually with the right software and that is their job to compare voices and find out if it comes from the same person or not. That would be very interesting. So yeah, in that video there's like neon strobe lights and stuff, which is weird. Uh, There is a picture out there of John Podesta at a spirit cooking event with, I think it's Jazane Maxwell Mm -hmm. uh, together. John Podesta is naked. The picture cuts off like right at his waist, but you can obviously see he's not even wearing pants. Uh, he's covered in neon blue, purple, yellow paint in some kind of weird spirit cooking type atmosphere, which is a, a common thing for them. Uh, so it fits, you know, the voice. It fits the things that we know he's into with, uh, you know, the neon paints and the colors and the weird rooms and the black lights and, and all that kind of stuff. And in that video, this man is screaming at this child and he says, what's my name? What's my name? And the kid says, John, he's like, no, what's my real name? And he says, father. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah. All fucking, fucking pedophiles. Very, very dark, nasty pedophilia shit. That's yeah. We, we have no, we have no room in our, uh, our society for this kind of shit nowadays, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and we got to spread light on this kind of thing. And, you know, that's it's what's weird is because now QAnon, like, is uh, basically off Twitter and Facebook. Uh, they've uh-huh. waged war on anybody who's QAnon. Yeah. You know, and it's weird, and I don't understand why. Uh, other than, you know, they're just basically waging war on everything that isn't Twitter-approved opinion, for that matter, which uh, is basically falls in line with whatever, you know, the Democrats are saying at the time, uh, more or less. Yeah. I think we just need to, uh, <clears throat> Q needs to, sorry, needs to, I guess, just have a different hashtag now, you know, <laughs> so yeah. that, 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 cause you know, there are other platforms out there for them to, uh, voice their opinion on that would, that that's not going to shut them off or, you know, uh, cancel them or whatnot. But the problem is that those platforms are pretty limited and most of the people on those platforms already agree with the, the, uh, you know, what Q thinks or what Q says or whatever. The point is to try to get more people to open their eyes, and without having those major platforms, that's going to be very, very difficult. Yeah, you know, so the show has a Facebook page. It's at Skinwalker Radio. Do a little bit of stuff there, but I don't do much because it's really kind of pointless, Uh right? Uh, Get shut down pretty easy. I've been flagged multiple times for stuff I've posted. I post a lot on Parler. So Skinwalker Radio is kind of been merged into a uh, patriot radio network is the is what it is you know it's something that you and i've been working on here mm-hmm. so on parlor i have an account it's uh at patriot media i believe is the account yeah, i'll double check that but that's where i post everything in parlor is not as good as as twitter and facebook as far as like the operations of it but it's absolutely free speech so that's where i post all the articles and the stuff that i come across and so if you want to like see it unfiltered without the risk of 
uh, being shut down than Parler is where it's at. So go to Parler and go to at Patriot Media and you can follow the show there. Uh, and that's where I put like these videos that we're talking about with the John Podesta stuff. I, I dump everything there. Yeah. Yeah. You And you can't dump it anywhere else, really. It will get shut down so fast now. But that's their right as a business owner. They can do what they want. So. Yeah. You know, and I know this kind of turns into a bashing Hillary fest. Uh, well, for one, I, I hate Hillary. No, I do too. I can't say. Uh, (laughs) That doesn't default mean that we're Republicans either. We're actually libertarians. Yeah, we should definitely let the record straight. Because it seems like people don't even realize that there's more than just two political parties. Or I guess if they do, they think they're all just batshit crazy, which isn't true. I I think more people I know, even the Republicans that I know, the more I talk to them, they're not really just all out Republicans. The lot they, they may identify as that, but a lot of them have very independent slash libertarian views or ideals and stuff. Um, so, for people that don't realize what libertarians are, we're kind of we, we believe in freedom. We'll just kind of leave it at that because we yeah. we could go down that you know, rabbit hole. You, you gotta way. you gotta call bullshit where bullshit exists, and you gotta give praise where praise exists. Uh-huh. So on that note, so. Jeffrey Epstein was involved with Harvard and knew uh, a guy who is Bill Barr's father. So the Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, was associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Interesting. I don't know what to make of that. But, you know, via Harvard, the Attorney General of the United States, his father is pals with Jeffrey Epstein. What do you make of that? I don't know. Does that mean that Will Barr knows what's up with Epstein? Is gonna and threw the book at him? You know, is is he gonna nail Jazane uh, Maxwell now because of that, or is he gonna protect them because of that? I don't know. Yeah, and 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 I hope it's you know throw everything at him. Uh, my fear is the exact opposite because it seems like everybody in high places are connected here, and they obviously, like you said earlier, they protect their own. So I'm hoping something really comes of this. It needs to stop. Um, and we need to quit normalizing it. And people like Jeffrey Epstein, in my opinion, should be hung in the public square, you know, for everybody to see. This is what happens when you fuck with our our kids, you know. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, you hear about the uh, there's the, there's theories about kids that are just bred to become sex slaves. You know, they have no mother father it's they're trafficked right when they're babies and they might make it till they're two years old and they expire and then they just dump them and they, they have no birth certificate or no nothing so you can easily do that because there's no record of this person even being alive and and if all that stuff is true and he is involved in that there in in the world that i want to live in i have i have no place for somebody like that yeah yeah we got to get them you know and we can't just get Jeffrey Epstein and Jazane Maxwell, we need to get every motherfucker who's involved in that whole chain, you know, and if that's Bill Clinton, got to go. If that's Hillary, got to go. Yep. If that's Trump, you got to go. Yeah, if it is, if, and there's a lot of pictures of him and Epstein and uh, Jiz Lane, whatever the fuck her name is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that name makes so much more sense doesn't now. It, doesn't it? Uh, but uh, if... I don't care if you are associated with those people and, and you know, it's heartbreaking because there's a lot of, of actors, uh, movie stars, actresses, whatever you want to call them that 
are on those flight manifestos or are in that black book that I'm sorry, I love their movies. Tom Hanks, you know, uh, Saving Private Ryan is one of my fucking favorite movies. Uh, Forrest Gump, a fucking good movie. Castaway, a great movie. But if he really is that type of person, I'm done. I'll probably never watch a Tom Hanks film ever again. Yeah, you know, I got a buddy who's been on the case about Tom Hanks. He's like, this motherfucker's up to something. Can't prove it. Tom Hanks is rumored to be involved in this whole Jeffrey Epstein Mm -hmm. Island business. And, you know, it's one of those things I can tell somebody offers proof. You'll never know. But I tell you what, Tom Hanks has some weird postings on Instagram from time to time. And if you look into some of the the Q stuff, they've lined it up with some pretty interesting uh, occurrences. So, I mean, there's something there if you want to look into it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it because I don't want it to be true because <laughs> I like Tom yeah. Hanks, but <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You know, and it, that goes to the, uh, in society, we've, instead of innocent until proven guilty, now it's, you know, you're guilty until proven innocent. So I'm trying to keep an open mind about all this stuff and not pass judgment on Tom Hanks, you know, quite yet. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that points and is th- that he could be guilty, but. Uh, as far as his weird Instagram posts and stuff like that, I, I try to just think, well, he is he is an artist. And artists don't normally think like, I guess, me or you would or the normal person. You know, they, they have some weird stuff. So when I see that kind of thing, I'm like, okay. And sometimes when Q or somebody else draws these connections about this glove on the ground and, and stuff like that, it's like, are you really pulling at strings or is there really a connection there? And that goes with... With everybody, really, uh, even Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, which I can't stand, uh, it, it, there, there's, there's a lot of evidence that points that they, they are into this, and you know they probably are those two at least. But I guess for everybody else, until we see something really solid, I'm trying not to pass judgment on these people. One because like I like their movies and you know whatnot. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, but it's, it's fucking weird, man. And mm-hmm. I, we know. We know that uh, the Clintons are, are bad people. Oh, yeah. We can say that, I think, pretty. Oh. So I want to do an episode on Clinton body count, too. So that'll, that'll be, be good an, another good one yep. just to, to kind of frame this up mm. as to why we bash on Clinton so much. Yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she, uh, she's got some dirt and, you know, people got to talk about it. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Well, cool, man. I think that does it for now. We'll be back with another episode. You can expect more stuff like this. Uh, Still bringing you guys the interviews. Got some cool ones down the road. So thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Skinwalker Radio. We have a lot of fun bringing you guys this program. It's something we're really passionate about, and I know you guys are too. So let us know how we're doing. Leave us a review on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, anywhere you're listening. Give us five stars if you like the show. Uh, If you want to leave a written review, that would help a lot. That will help us reach new people who might be interested in the show, which helps us land awesome guests that can bring really cool stories for you guys to listen to. Join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, and we have a Facebook private group that's also linked to that page. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes so it's easy for you guys to get a hold of us. Uh, You can also email us at skinwalkerradio at gmail.com and check out the website at www.skinwalkerradio.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. (gasps) 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.